Welcome to another edition of the Calgary Sessions. This is episode number 11. I'm your host, Jeff Humphreys. Uh, today's guest, and I, I say this every episode lately, but him and I go <laughs> way back, um, way back to grade seven. I don't know how old we were, but that's how far back we go. Um, this will be a really cool conversation because what he's up to today and what he's done in the past is uh, very relevant in today's world. So I'll let him introduce himself, name, and where he's working. All right, I'm Dan Belke, uh, Everything Cloud Technologies CEO and founder. Um, funny, how many years? How do you know how many years grade seven is? Well, how old were we? Eleven, twelve? I don't know. It was thirty-two years ago. No way. Thirty-two. Crazy man. Yeah, so. and it, I'm not. I'm not mathematically inclined. So, as, <laughs> as you know, but uh, you know, I, I did it before we got here because crazy. I'm how long has this been? So. And, and the, the the you know just. All these early shows, you know, almost one to 11, you know, all I'm doing is getting good friends that I've known forever, yeah. get them to sit down and cause they're all, you know, I'm lucky. A lot of people I know are doing some really cool things. So yeah. that's why these conversations are so fun because 32 years, like it's easy yeah. for me to sit here and I'm guessing it's pretty easy for you to sit there and just. Honestly, last night I'm, I'm sitting there, you, you, you know, you talk to your wife and it's like, I'm not worried about this at all. I have no angst yeah. at all. Yeah. But. It's, uh, yeah. So this is, um, so yeah, 32 years in, um, when I think of, you know, when I think of over those years, there's the one, the one story that I go to is your, and we'll get to this, but your mom and dad had a business when we were growing mm -hmm. up and you know, you'll, you'll tell the full story, but I remember I was buying, I think I bought my first computer off your parents <laughs> and, and driving down here, I was like, I remember that I paid, I think it was either 500 or $800 to get a a burnable CD-ROM in my tower. And yeah. that was in, I don't know what year that was, but that—that's that it. You, you've been a part of the tech world for so long. I mm -hmm. learned a lot from you just like being around it. But anyways, a five or $600, $700 CD burner, like yeah, it's ridiculous where what was happening. You know what? I actually remember. I remember being in the basement of that shop and you coming downstairs and I remember putting it in. Like it was, it was like dual layer or something. Crazy. Like it was, yeah. And it was just, you know, Again, we'll get into this, but it seems like everything you've been up to over, you know, for a long time, been on the tip of the technology. <laughs> it's been, you've always been just a little more ahead than everybody else. And, and this computer, and like I said, we'll get into it. That, that setup there was like crazy, crazy back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what I want to do is just, I like to take the guests back as far as they want to go. Um, you know, talk about growing up. Uh, Dan is a kind of a bit of a, well, he is a serial entrepreneur. He's had his hands in a bunch of things over all these years. So mm -hmm. yeah, just what, what'll be interesting is just go back as far as you want to go. And just, I'm really curious to see when, when your head started to waver from, you know, just messing around, snowboarding or whatever to, yeah. you know, the business world. Anyway, so go back as far as you want. It doesn't uh, really matter. You know, if you want to talk about being a, a serial entrepreneur, um, grade four. That was probably when, when it started, uh, uh me and a buddy, Corey, which who, yeah. who you know, yeah. um, it, you know, you know, do you guys remember, do you remember back in the day, like the skateboards when the wide skateboards came out Yep. and there was like, it was cool. Right. But there was like the Kmart boards yep. and then there was the ones from the, the skate shops. Right. Yep. So, you know, we had these ones from these skate shops and there's this, this kid and he didn't have one, right. He had like a Kmart board. So, you know, we said, Hey, listen, we can, we can hook you up. So what we ended up doing is. We took his, his skateboard home, you know, took the trucks off, took all the wheels off, all that. And, uh, and then we sanded it. So, so we got rid of like the cheesy <laughs> graphics, awesome. right? And then we brought it down to, uh, uh, the, the store was called Freewheeling oh, yeah. uh, back in the day and, um, had them re-grip tape it. Like, so brand new grip tape, full, whatever. Yep. And sanded it. And then we, you know, bought a whole bunch of stickers, some big stickers. And we put it on and like, honestly, it was amazing. And in my opinion, we, we, we saved this, this kid. Cool. Like, you know, we kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and lo and behold, like on the door and it's his mom. And she's like, you know, your son ruined my kid's skateboard. I paid good money for this thing. No and, way. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I don't know, do we charge him? I don't know. Maybe it was like 10 bucks or something. Like, you know, we, just, <laughs> we just, we just wanted to do it. Right. So, um, yeah, that, I honestly, I think that's, that's kind of where it started. Crazy. Um, and then if I want to jump ahead into technology. But like, where did you, you know, you know, you and I went to, we went to school together, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I, when I first met you, you, it was, you were like 
big into snowboarding. Yeah. Snowboarding was your jam. Yeah. And, you know, grow, junior high, you know, we just, you know, life was pretty simple. I don't know if we were thinking about business or things like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you got to high school, and I guess yeah. for, for me, yeah. going to high school, um, I was horrible. And it's really funny. My mom dropped off all my old report cards a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I knew I was really bad at high school but I was really bad. I'm going to start taking pictures and posting it, but I was getting like, no joke, math 20. I got 44 on the final. Really? Like I was really, really bad at school. So was I. But, and so, so here we are in high school. Yeah. Shitty students. Yeah. And the only class that I did good in was VizCom. Yeah. I got 94 in VizCom. Ditto. And, you know, we we went to these these guidance counselors Mm -hmm. and they're trying to, you know, help us make a decision at university or what to take. There was no path that made sense to me. Mm -hmm. And, and I was, uh, it, I was confused for probably 20 years. Like, <laughs> I didn't know what confused. to do. I'm still confused. <laughs> so in high school, if you're, you know, a shitty student and then yeah. what are you thinking? Are you thinking I just need to get this done so I can do something? Absolutely. Or yeah. Yeah. I, I, absolutely. For me, um, I absolutely hated school. Um, it didn't matter what I was doing outside of school. If I was working, I didn't mind any of that. I don't mind labor jobs. I didn't yep. mind anything. I just wanted to be doing something. Um, and what I used to do is I used to, uh, well, we went to Mary's downtown. Yep. My dad's office before it was in that house was right across the street. I don't know if you knew that. On 17th Ave, there's a, a credit union or there oh, was yeah. one there. Yep. It was in that building. No way. And at lunch, I used to go over there, grab his minivan and go up and pick up stock for him and mm. then like bring it back to the store. Crazy. And, and I think my parents were pretty worried about what I was going to do too. Uh, one day my dad brought me down to the trades office, like downtown, I guess they have a trades office, yep. but they're not really like trades. They're like head office. Yep. He walked in and was like, Hey, uh, can you talk to my kid? <laughs> and they're like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Cause I think he knew like, you know, wasn't going to be a thing. Yeah. It's not, not my jam. So anyway, I, as you know, snowboarding, et cetera, like I, I hated technology to tell the honest truth. No I picked up stuff and that was the labor. Um, but then probably my real introduction into technology was, um, you know, as you mentioned, my folks had a company called Micron Technology that built computers. Mm-hmm. And then they had a storefront called Computer Connection. And my brother would sit in the store, like he was, that was his jam. Yep. But then he decided he wanted to go back to school, right? And so, you know, we're all small businesses, right? So my dad's like, well, what am I going to do, yep. right? You know, my brother's going to go back to school. You know, you can hire someone, but you know, what's what's Dan doing? Yep. So he says, hey, Go, go sit in that office. And when, and what, was this in high school or was this after? This is after, this is 95. Okay, so right after. Like right after that. And right. how long did they, how long your parents had that, those two? Like, did you grow yeah. up with your parents owning something all, like from a young age? Have they yeah. always had their own thing going on? Yeah, ever since I can remember. And that's, I think you've just nailed it, right? That's why I think I am the way I am. Yep. Uh, my, my folks had a computer store in the 80s. Crazy. Like, and you know what is crazy? It was Apple clones. So like, <laughs> what's an Apple clone? Yeah. I have one in my garage still actually. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And, yeah. And, and yeah, it's an Apple clone and that's, that's what they, hmm. they sold. So yeah, it's, it's been forever. And, and all in Calgary? Uh, yeah. All in Calgary. Crazy. Okay. So you've, so this is where, you know, I, I kind of knew a little bit about the story, but I don't know like yeah. the full story. So you're, you're growing up in this environment where your parents are their own, they're running their own businesses. Yeah. And I absolutely hate computers. Like just, I'm like, this is lame. Do, do you, do you think you hated just to spite them? Cause you knew what they, <laughs> what they were involved with so deeply? No. Or, you, or you just didn't like, there's nothing interesting, video games, whatever. Nothing. I mean, yeah, I played video games at Nintendo just like yep. everyone else did. But what became interesting to me is when the internet came. Like to me, a computer, all that was, was where I typed an essay, yep. which was school, which I hated. Yep. So I'm like, I, I don't want it to do anything to do with, with this whole yep. computer thing. Um, so 95. Yeah, 95. I'm graduate, sitting, graduate high school. Your dad's yeah. like, okay, you're going to come sit in the front of the store. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Like, what are you doing? You know? So, okay, great. I'm going to go sit in the front of the store. So, and I'm by myself. Right. So I go to the store and I'm sitting there and like, you know, IT guys, right. They're mm-hmm. like, it, they're, they're like, they're like spiders. They're like, they're like, like they're just trying to kill each other. Yep. Or they're like, you know, I'm smarter yep. than you are. Yep. So probably for about a month, I just got my ass kicked every day. And what, what, what was the job? Like re- sales. Really? So yeah. somebody walking off the street. Yep. Hey, I'm looking for, and this is like great, you know, windows 95 was just coming out. And, and the internet 
was just launched. Just. So there's no Googling. People are literally literally looking in the phone book and walking into your- Exactly. Or they're driving by and they yeah. see the sign. They yeah. come in, they say, oh, you know, I look, you know, I need a, a Pentium 2, two gigs of RAM. Like it was just, you yeah. know, whatever. And, and, you know, I had a price sheet of, you know, this is what memory costs if someone wants to buy a stick of memory. Mm -hmm. But I'm by myself. Guys are coming in. And I mean, honestly, like, thank God my dad did this for me because I'm sure people left there going like, this place has no idea. Like, how are they even <laughs> selling this stuff, right? Because because they they were in a separate building that built the computers. Okay. And then so they were all, you know, everything was all custom built and yep. et cetera. So uh, I didn't want to get beat up anymore. So I started buying magazines and reading and reading and reading. So then now it was like, you know, as you know, I'm a, I like people, yep. right? And then I started talking to people and getting them to talk. And then, you know, I also found that, and I think this has served me well in my career, is that you don't have to have all the answers and people are willing to give you that knowledge if, yep. if you want, right? Yep. So um, fast forward a little bit, I'm working the store, I've, I'm comfortable now, internet's come. And now I'm like, okay, this is not a job anymore. Like I'm, I like this internet stuff, right? But this is back in the day of the modem. Yep. And modems were notoriously hard to set up back in the day. Like, you know, they wouldn't work, they disconnect, they connect. And um, so I kind of took it upon myself to be the guy that set up the internet. So I would call up CadVision. Do you remember CadVision? Yeah. I'd call up CadVision. <laughs> I'd, get, I'd get an account for the user. Because, you know, people would come in and say, oh, I'm buying this computer and I want internet. Mm -hmm. Great. We'll configure everything up for you. We'll just get you the account. You pay them. Everything will be good. Yep. Right? And I said to my dad, I'm like, like, we should be making a deal with CadVision. Right. And you got to think, so at this point I was probably like, I, I was young when I finished high school. Yeah. So. You and me were, we're both 77s. Yeah. So, so, so we I started, was, we started a year early. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I don't know if I would do again, but, uh, <laughs> but maybe that's why we were so crap at school. <laughs> right. But, uh, anyway, uh, so I called up CadVision and I said, you're, so this, you're probably 18, 18 maybe 18, yeah. 17. Cause yeah. with you, um, graduate 17. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had to wait till February. Yep. I'm so, January. Oh, there you go. Right. So yeah. like, you can't go to the bar. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, yeah. All so, of it. <laughs> all exactly. So we, we live the same life. Yeah. And, um, so I, I called CadVision. I say, Hey man, like, like we're giving you all our customers. Can we cut a deal? And literally I just wanted like, can you give me a free account or some, mm -hmm. something like that? Mm -hmm. And, uh, they're like, nah, no, we, we don't do that. And it's funny because the truth looking back, I didn't talk to the right person. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I talked to like help desk yeah. or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it just, enraged me. So I go to my dad and, um, you know, obviously you can tell by the, the, the pedigree here, it's, I didn't go to university. Yep. So I, I go to my dad and I say, listen, I think we need to become an internet provider. No way. Yeah. And he's like, what? And, uh, my brother was like a Novell administrator, but he was going back to school for, you know, theater, sound and lights and stuff. So, yep. so, you know, he was busy and I'm like, I don't know how are we going to do this? So, um, I can't believe it, Jeff. I, I convinced my dad to spend 20 grand, uh, right? To put in the infrastructure? Yeah, in the 90s, yeah. And it was just like, you know, modem pools, old modems. And so, you know, we, we, we got the, and we were lucky because we had the hardware. So we did it. And the truth is, I, like, I floundered so bad. Like, I bought books. I didn't. Like, it's way over your head. Oh, no, totally over my head, right? <laughs> and I would say, you know, that would be my advice to anyone that's looking to do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's so cliche to say it, but. Yeah. But I mean, do it, but expect it's going to hurt. Yep. Like that's, that's probably yep. the, the advice. So I set up. So it, hold, hold yeah. on. Cause I, I was in that basement. Yeah. <laughs> so paint, paint the picture of what, what this looks like to be an internet provider, like the physical uh, picture of what this, what you actually put together. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's, it, we're in a house, yep. right? And it, this house is probably built in like 1910. 800 square feet yep. on the main floor. Tiny, yep. tiny little rickety house. And, um, Kind of right down the street from the back alley, if, yep. if you know where that is, right? So so I go in and my parents actually had the basement dug out. It didn't have a basement. It had a crawl space because in like 1910, they weren't mm -hmm. foundations. So mm -hmm. it was dug out. And when you go into the basement, it looked like a military bunker. It was concrete floors and just rows of fluorescent lighting on the, on the roof, which is like, I'm lucky I'm not blind or <laughs> like whatever. Right. Um, and so literally what, what the internet provider looks like is we get fiber run to the house. Like it's like a fiber line that comes across McLeod, McLeod trail into the house. And 
into the basement and I literally went to Canadian Tire, you know, bought, you know, some, some plastic racking that you put in your garage mm -hmm. and we bought this thing. It was called a Portmaster. It was a Livingston Portmaster and you, know, you put that in and it's got a bunch of serial cables that come out for um, external modems. Yep. So phone line goes into one side of the box yep. and like 30 modems are connected on the other side. And literally they're just sitting on shelves. Yep. And you can sit back and you're watching the lights and you're like, oh, someone connected. Uh oh, someone's <laughs> connected. And, but this was the magic, right? Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like, man, like we're doing it, right? That's, that's the successful part of this. Yep. The part that wasn't successful is actually, um, I tried and I tried. And I tried because I mean, there's so many things that have to go here. Yep. Authentication, mm -hmm. like, cause you have to sign in. How do you set that up? Yep. Right. So I'm, I'm reading books. Wasn't working. Then, um, we called the company back and we said, can you give us a document? Can you help us out here? And they said, Hey, there's a guy up in Lethbridge and well, I'm going to get you in contact with him. And, cause he's a customer of theirs too. So yep. they, he bought the hardware. He came down and he tried to set it up and he couldn't get it going. So he's like, just wiped it clean. And he built it like from scratch the way his was hmm. perfect. Right. But here is where the magic happened <laughs> is that he built it. He, uh, he built it for us. And so we're running customers were on it. And because we had access to hardware, I cloned it. I built my own setup next to it. And I like, look at what he did. I look go over here, look at what he did. And like, it wasn't a night. It was like mm -hmm. months. Mm -hmm. And my parents would come to work in the morning and I would have been there all night just all night in the basement, just reading, whatever. And, you know, you kind of go a bit Looney Tunes because I'm Crazy. I'm yelling at the walls. I'm like, I did it. <laughs> I did it. You know, and, you know, and, and that was, that was the start Crazy. of the internet. Yeah, so first. then, so then people would then, they would buy the computer and then they would say they need the internet mm -hmm. and then you would sell them. You, you were the Shah or the Telus. Yep. Back then. Yeah. And it was called Ultralink. Is right. what was the name, Ultralink. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Which, which then sparked into another company called Hosting House. Yep. Which, I mean, hostinghouse.com. I let it go, man. Mm -hmm. Like, so, so when, so the timeline, so what, what, you know, what I want to articulate here yeah. is how early you were into this. Like yeah. it's, it's mind altering that yeah. in this little house, you were essentially providing internet to customers. Exactly. And that's why I say, just do it. Like, you know, you work in larger, and I've worked in large organizations it's never as slick as you think it is. Mm -hmm. Like there's always mm -hmm. someone sweating and grinding. Mm -hmm. um, and so. Yeah. Crazy. So how did, how did this, how did it grow? How did you guys, <clears throat> how did, so back then, you know, like I said, the internet's brand new dial up. Some people have probably have no idea what dial up actually means and how yeah, slow no, no. it actually is, was, um, but how did it grow? Like I'm really, yeah. you know, it's, well, hold and, on. Then, and then how's it turn into the yeah. different versions? Well, yeah. So, so essentially, the truth is it, it, it didn't grow, right? It, you know, we, we serviced our customers and sure we had some, you know, rural customers and, you know, I think it was successful, but it was on the cusp of, of Shaw and TELUS, you yep. know, cable and DSL was coming. Yep. And as soon as that came, it was over. Right. Um, which is, which is, I think, okay, because the industry was completely changing. The, the internet was now being serviced by the big guys, which it should have been, yep. I mean, it makes sense. Right. Yep. So that kind of hurt our internet business. We had our loyal following, which is, which is great. But then also computers changed too. Mm -hmm. Like no one was building computers anymore. Um, what everything changed, what, what, what was the, um, what was the moment or what was the biz or what was the organization that changed it from like, was it Dell? Dell. Yeah. Dell was gateway. The thing. Do you remember right. Dell yeah, yeah, gateway? Yeah. They the cow looking uh, yep. box. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden you could buy technology just kind of out of the box, kind of an easy process versus doing full custom. Yeah. And you know, I think the business limps along for a while by saying, you know, oh, but you know, on that yep. Dell, if, 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 you know, the video card goes, yep. Yep. you know, you got to replace the whole thing. Yep. Yeah. Well, no big deal. But so, you know, we limped along probably like that till about 99. Um, you know, and that, at that point you're going, okay, what's, what's going on? Yep. And, uh, were not, you, sorry, were yeah. you, you know, if you started working there in 95, so you're, you're there for, for like four or five years, mm -hmm. do you start feeling that you can help your parents change the business? Are you looking at it? Like, mm. you know, yeah. I'm taking this over or this is a family business and I want to, I want to do good by my family. Like, where's your head at? You know what? I, I, I wish, I wish I could just say like, yeah, I want to do good by my family, which, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love my family. It was, it was, they, they've got me to where I am today. Um, 
but I didn't have any of those thoughts. I, I, I think I just was trucking along and I think I was, you know, you know, at that point I'm probably now at 22. Yep. Still young. I'm still young and I'm just like, I really don't know what I'm going to do. And I, you know, mm. I have these aspirations that the dot com. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to think of an idea. And there was always that entrepreneurial. So there was Ultralink and then hosting else. So now we were doing hosting. So we we're kind of limping that along now. Oh, now I want to do this. Yep. Right. Um, and then uh, uh, my dad had some health problems. So it was like maybe time to wind down this business. And so at that point, that's why I uh, actually I went to the Forzani group. Oh, okay. They called me up and said, hey, um, we're going to launch sportcheck.ca. And uh, you know, you know, you and I were talking earlier about all the things you do in your life to prepare you for what's next. And like, now I'm like corporate. Right. Yep. And I'm like, this is cool. Like sportcheck.ca. Like this is, this is the only, you know, Canada's largest e-commerce site at, it the, was time, early, at right? the time. It was 99. Yeah. 99, 2000. They've been doing it that long. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And so, so I joined them. And then Sorry, you, you fast forward this part, but this one's interesting to mm. me because I used your services, the hosting house. Yeah. So, so, web, <laughs> so web web hosting, you know, everyone that has a website obviously has to get hosted by someone. <clears throat> Back in the day, I can't remember what website. You know, it might have been my like jeffhumphreys.com mm -hmm. when I was going to school, you might have hosted it. <clears throat> but how, yeah. you know, you guys did that for, uh, I can't remember what, what it's what it was worth, but I, th I think I know what it changed. Like Bluehost came out, whoever yeah. came out and then went from $25 a month and these big guys are charging $7 a month. Exactly. That was the change. Exactly. I, yeah. It and was just, yeah. And how many, how many clients do you think, do you have any recollection of how many people were on those servers? Yeah. I mean, from a, a dial up internet provider, you know, we probably had like 50, yep. 50, 60 customers. Yeah. Um, but you know, they're all paying you 20 bucks a month. Yep. Um, and, but you're really servicing your own customers and then websites, it got pretty um, big, didn't it? Yeah, we probably, I mean, it was, you know, probably had like, you know, 40 websites on there, yep. 50 websites. We had multiple servers, but yep. like, you know, like three, mm -hmm. <laughs> not mm -hmm. like 20,000, yeah. but, you know, three servers and things like that. It's so weird because th this is, you know, <clears throat> I said it earlier, that VizCom class I was in was the, the, the intro into computers for me and kind of the graphic design creative piece. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, you know, I remember you, like you're, you're working at this shop and it, and you're doing these technical things using this computer device. And it was, it was always cool to see, like, yeah. you know, it was fun going there and, and spending too much money on computer parts, but then <laughs> to go downstairs and see like, you know, behind the curtain, what was going on was always, yeah, I can just picture it. I can, I can picture it so clearly walking and going down this weird stairwell to the back. Like it was just, it, it, it's such a fresh memory for me being, you know, all these years now it's uh, it was, it was really cool. And those computers, I just, yeah. You know, I think I bought my first computer and then I could start doing my graphic design. So it's like, it's so, it's so bizarre how it's all tied together. And you, you know, what's really cool. If you, if you go there now, that house is uh, a company called Borrow Co Coffee, mm. Borrow, Borrow. And uh, so I went in and no way. bought a coffee. Crazy. And I said, Hey, I used to, you know, work here. And he's, they're like, what is with the fiber lines in the basement? And there's like micron technology stickers on the walls and like, crazy, you know? And so, yeah, they didn't let me go in the basement, but they did. You know, I went in the back and they're, they're a coffee roaster hmm. and it's cause we had mega power, right? We had to have power was trenched in. So they were, yeah. like, hmm. so it's a coffee roasting. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, so to switch to the Forzani's group, mm -hmm. um, was it literally because, you know, the family business is winding down and you didn't have an idea or, or did you feel like you need to, you need to grow under a big operation? Yeah, I think it, it was both. It was both. Um, you know, at that point we were winding down. I think every, we knew that the computer stuff was winding down and my folks were, were going to get out of it. So we had to make a decision. We had to make a decision if, if you know, myself or maybe myself and my brother or maybe my sister or so like, are we going to take over this family business yep. or are we going to go out? And um, actually what had happened is uh, my sister actually applied it for Sandy for the e-commerce group and they liked her. Um, so, so she said, uh, you know, they're like, oh, we're looking for an administrator, someone that, you know, knows the web and, but, but also knows servers, right. And kind of can play the middleman. And so she said, yeah, you should talk to this guy, Dan Belke. Right. And so it's funny. You hear how I said that, right. You should don't talk. Mind, don't mind his last name. Yeah. Right. Because she was married. <laughs> oh, right. Wait. Yeah. So she didn't. <laughs> So, so, so she didn't, uh, 
they didn't know we were related. Crazy. Right? And like literally they sat, my sister and I, you know, we both got jobs and we sat this far apart from each other. No way. And it kind of a cube of like four people or whatever. And you know, I, my sister was married, so she wasn't living at home. And then I would, um, <laughs> I would, I would go to my mom's for dinner or no, sorry. I was living at home. Dude, you're and, living good. <laughs> yeah. And so, so, um, my mom would bake cookies or whatever. Right. And I'd yep. come in in the morning and I'd give her, Hey, you know, Hey, Teresa, here's some cookies, whatever. Yep. And, uh, and you know, people are like, what's this guy doing? What's up with these guys? Like <laughs> little office romance going on. She's married. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> this young kid is kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My sister's like four years older than me. Right. So they're like, they're like, wow, what's going on, Dan? And, uh, so, so one day we just became clean and people were like, ah, oh, like I get it now. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and, and how long did you work there? Uh, probably till about 2006. So five, six years. Okay. Yeah. Five, six and years. Did, and so during that stretch, um, you obviously got to play in a bigger space. Yeah. You know, a bunch of infrastructure, yeah. you know, a bunch of technology. Did you, did you think you were going to be in it for the long haul? Like, oh, did, yeah. did you have a plan or were you like, this is just what I'm doing now? No, at that, at that point I knew, um, honestly, I thought, I thought I was so cool. Like I was like, Man, like I made it just I, because you know, steady paycheck, a, yeah, a big e-com presence, big totally. technology piece in the back. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm here, and I kind of feel like I'm living a little bit of the dot com dream, yep. right? I'm kind of feeling feeling yep. that way, um, and and at that point, you know, I was making more money than I'd ever made, mm -hmm. uh, and and a and a brand, like, and then yep. I think that's what I was chasing is more yep. of the brand, like, yeah, because you know, even you saw I even doing it today. Sportcheck.ca, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah, people, it's, it's everyone knows who it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, so yeah, that's what. So, it, so you wanted to, you know, you're there for five years. Do you, th were you thinking the entire time that I'm here for the long haul or what happened? What was your exit? Um, well, um, the exit was, and you know, you come from this world too. You come from the digital agency. So the developers of the website, was, they were Blast Radius. Right. Out of Vancouver, Toronto. Yep. Right. So, uh, I was talking to them and uh, they said, Hey man, you, we really like working with you. Cause you had an, it's an interesting skill set, right? Like yeah. to have what you tat for, to find somebody that had um, web knowledge, as mm -hmm. stupid as this sounds in today's world, this, I was, know. this was a real thing back then. Mm -hmm. er, you were so early in it to have, for someone to understand the web and understand server structure and how it all works mm -hmm. together was I'm sure a rare yeah. talent. So blast radius. Yeah. I, poaches you. Yeah. And so they said, Hey, do you want to, do you want to come work with us? Um, so what their idea was is the way it worked. And this was my role at Forzani was they would do the web development and then we would build the server and run the server, but it didn't really work that way. Chances are you just hosted it at TELUS and, you know, TELUS is data center. You rented the hardware from them mm -hmm. and, you know, I might be involved in like patch management and like, just like deep IT stuff. Yep. Um, but then Blast Radius said, you know what, we should offer this service to our customers. So build the website and, and then host it to have the monthly income coming it, in and to have, to be in control of the environment. So exactly. They, they can make better updates quicker. Exactly. And so, and you mean, you, you've lived in this world, like there's, there, you're always pointing. The developers are like, it's the servers and the server guys are like, it's the code. Yep. And so they're going back and forth. So now the thought was, this is one throat to choke. Yep. So this was the introduction of, you know, Blast Radius's managed services. So, gotcha. um, but the shtick was that it was in Toronto. And so now that's big, right? You're kind of like, man, like, do I really want to move to the big smoke? I mean. Because you're like born and raised here. Yeah. And everything is here. Yeah. All of it. All of it. Family, friends. Everything. All of it. All of it. And, yeah. the, and this is, yeah, this will be fun anyways. <laughs> this will be fun. <laughs> I know where we're going. I know where we're going. So, um, you know, it was big, right? So I, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to get like super personal, but you know, my dad had Parkinson's, right? And so, you know, do I go, mm -hmm. right? And then I you know, talked to my mom and my mom's like, if my, if your dad found out that you didn't do something because of him, mm -hmm. he'd be, you know, he'd be yeah. pissed, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I'm going, right? And, you know, I remember it like, I remember it like yesterday. It was January 4th. I jumped on a plane and I went to Toronto and I was like going to work the next day, mm -hmm. right? Like I didn't even, mm -hmm. and so they, they had rented me a condo. Yeah. Like I'm big time, Jeff. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> you, 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 you peaked early, buddy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm thinking this is huge. Um, so I got there and uh, 
if I could have got a plane home that night, I would have. Dude, it's it's so funny you say that. I, I, you can continue the story, but I'm just going to interject quickly. Mm, please. When I when I moved, I moved to Toronto uh, to open up an office for Critical Mass. Exactly. Me and 14 people, we volunteered to go open this office out there. So this is back in I don't even know 2000, 2001, and you know I born and raised in Calgary. Everything's here. Hockey was kind of over. There, I was just, it felt like it's time to go. So uh-huh. I go. The minute the plane lands yeah. was the minute I'm like, oh, I fucked up. Totally. And literally, yep. it like the wheels hit the ground and we come screeching to a halt. I'm like, this is the wrong move. Yeah. So anyways, you did the exact same thing. Which which tells you it's the right move, I think. <laughs> yeah, totally. it, like now that yeah, I look yeah, back yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, so, you know, I go into the office and. And, you know, I think just like you, you get there and then you get acclimatized. Um, I don't know what your Toronto experience was. Horrible. Yeah, horrible. Horrible. I, I, I had a good time, I think, there, but... Because well, you are probably making money. I wasn't. Yeah, I was doing okay. Yeah. I, I, actually, I was doing okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I lived right downtown. Yeah. I lived at... Like, I remember the apartment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know where we're going with this. Yeah, you did come <laughs> over. Um, but yeah, you know, I was just... I was just... I had a good time, but the way I explained it to people is that... It was like going to the bar when you were young. Like it was fun while you were there, mm-hmm. but when you come home, like to Calgary, yep. like this is home, yep. and you're kind of like, oh, that was fun, but geez, yep. like, yep. you know, can't wait to wake up the, tomorrow morning. And and when you went out there, that was kind of that was kind of the heyday of big age. It was the start of the big yeah. agency thing. You know, CMAS, Blast Radius. There's probably a, a handful. I don't know yeah. how many are still around, but that was that was the thing. All of a sudden, there was these mm-hmm. agencies that had hundreds of people, web designers and programmers and all of it. And it was a, it was a fast moving environment. Oh man. Like, you know, I, I brick walls, like, yep. you know, like cool yeah, yeah. hardwood yeah, yeah, floors. Cool. This is like, this is like pretty cool. Like everyone talks about Google yeah. and their workplace. Yeah. But this is, this is the, this is the beginning of it all. I, I in Canada for sure, I believe. Yeah. And you know, I was just like, you know, I got to work on like world-class brands. Like it was like Nintendo of Europe. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I could turn off that website right mm-hmm. now if mm-hmm. I wanted to, totally. right? Like totally. BMW, Aeroplan, like these were like yep. monsters, monsters. Yep. And I was thinking this is, and you know, the other side of it is that, you know, I didn't go to university and, um, Toronto was my university, right? So I, I look at my dad's 20 grand invested in an internet provider that, you know, he ultimately lost the money. Yep. That was my education. Yep. And then, uh, Toronto was me going away to school. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, man. Yeah. And, and Back then, were you actually, were you involved in building the rooms, like building the, the infrastructure for these servers or what mm-hmm. were you, what were you doing? Um, so we rented space in data centers okay. and then we would buy the servers. So nothing was on site. It was always, yeah, it was in data centers. Yeah. We'd use data centers downtown Toronto and, uh, um, yeah. And just, just rack the servers. We'd buy them from Dell yep. and then put them in there and run, you know, run the customer's websites on them and yep. the way it goes. Right. Which is great. You know, I forgot, you know, for all the years that we've known each other, you forget all the different moves that you've made and that sometimes our paths would cross in in funny situations. Yeah. Um, So you go go to, essentially go to University of Blast Radius. That's right. Yeah. And how long were you there for? And then where did you get to? Um, I was there for about three years, two two years. I was in Toronto, two and a bit, almost three. Yep. Um, And then what I did was I, I moved home. But, you know, just the internet company, Blast Radius said, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't care. You can, you can yeah. move home. And uh, so I worked from Calgary and, um, I, and I did that for another year, um, working remote and it worked awesome because I knew my team, like I'd worked with these guys for two years already yep. and you know, half our business was in Europe and cause we had, we had a an office in Amsterdam. Yep. So, um, when I left, like they offered me to go to Amsterdam, they said, you know, what do you want to do? I'm like, oh, I want to go back to Calgary. And they're like, do you want to go to Amsterdam? And you know, now like looking back, <laughs> I should have gone to Amsterdam. Well, you and I might not be sitting here if you went to Amsterdam. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then I decided to come home and, uh, and, but what was cool about it is I just put my stuff into storage out there and I came home and uh, that was at Christmas time. And I met my wife. Yep. Four days later. No way. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Like in January. Huh. And uh, so. So you're staying. So I stand and that was it. And I sent for my stuff. Yeah. And, and that was it. And then I worked, I worked remote for Blast for a good year and a half, two years, maybe something like yep. that. And then did you get a poach somewhere else or did you? 
But sorry. Yeah. Let's, go, let's go back to talk about Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto for me was like, yeah. Um, I lived in a super cool neighborhood, um, Bloor and Madison, yeah. the Madison, the Maddie pub. Yeah. Yeah. I lived on that street. So like literally two blocks away from the Madison pub. Close and to young and eligible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when I was young and broke. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Right. So I, I went there and I was making $36,000 and this is, this is in 2000. My rent in a, and it was a basement in a student kind of building. It was like yeah. an old school Victorian style, super cool building, but it was like residential. It was $900 a month for a one bedroom basement. So I'm making, th- you can do the math. I'm making 36. It's Jeff, nine, how did they do that? 900 bucks to live in this basement suite. So I couldn't do anything. So I had my motorcycle out there. So I was just riding my bike oh around. Oh my. I'd go, to, I'd go to Niagara Falls. I'd just cruise around the it's highways. Nice though, right? Yeah, I'd go to Muskoka. Yeah. But, um, you know, Toronto was, the best thing about Toronto was I found the music scene. Ah. And that's why I started, you know, once I found, you know, Growing up in Calgary was rice, but going out there, there was like, there was more rices. Yeah. And I found this character. Chris Shepard? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not that guy. (laughs) I found this dude, Peter Bosco, and he had this, this, this website called garagehousemusic.com. Okay. And, and he was playing the music I love. Lots of vocals. It was all house. And he had a couple of nights. So I would just, you know, I had no friends. Nobody really liked the music I was into. <laughs> had no friends. Well, I, I went there with like 14 people. And yeah, I guess. They were like coworkers, you know? Yeah. Great people, but they weren't into going out to find the music. So anyways, go find this great music, become like, you know, this guy kind of gets to know me because I'm this dude that's always showing up at his parties. And then I started asking about his website. That's That was the best part. Then I found the record store in Toronto that I ordered all my wax from when I moved back to Calgary. Yeah, yeah. So it 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 allowed me to really become a DJ which was the, you know, then I did that for a decade. So Toronto was, it's a special place and a special time, but as far as working for, you know, the work side of things mm-hmm. was horrible. But do you find that, that when you come back from Toronto, it, like it, it helped you with your, your DJing? You're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm Jeff, you know, I'm born and raised in Calgary, but just, you know, spent some time out there in, in Toronto. Yeah, my, you know, the, the, the DJ thing for me was, I kind of, I'd been working in the clubs a little bit before I went. So I mm-hmm. had some like, I had some ins. Yeah. So when I started it, but the, you know, the thing that, the thing that really got me into the DJ world was calgarysoul.com. Yes. Right. That's right. So garagehousemusic.com. Mm-hmm. I essentially asked the guy that started, I'm like, you know, I want to, I want to do this in Calgary. I want to, he's like, yeah, man, go for it. I said, what should I call it? He's like, I don't know. So we, we batted around some ideas and we landed on Calgary Soul. And, and, and that website is the reason why I, I got to DJ in the city for a decade. See, man, just do it. Like yep. if you just want to do it, Call them up. Be yep. Like, yeah, man, I want to do this. Yep. But you got to have like, you know, they got for you have to have a the passion to do it. But you also have there has to be some underlying skill. Oh yeah, of course. You know I mean? <laughs> but, yeah. But, that's, yeah. but some people get caught up in that. Like, we'll just go do it. You yeah, know, yeah. You know, I couldn't have gone a bit and become a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Short, mm-hmm. <laughs> can't can't shoot. So yeah. But if I wanted to, if I said it, you know, I yeah. There's. You, there's some dots there that I couldn't connect, so I'd never do it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Even you, like, technically, you were able to see these things, you know? Like, you were able to look at a server or figure yeah. out in reading magazines how to put it all together. Yeah. Me, you know, so that's an, I don't know where that comes from. It was sure, surely wasn't at high school. Pain. Just, just pain. Just reading, right? But. So you're Toronto, like, the way you put it was really interesting, the your university. Yeah. Was it perfect? Was it the perfect time and did yeah. you, it, it was exactly what you needed? Yeah, it was exactly what I needed. I was young enough. I was young enough that uh, it didn't matter what I did. Like there was no risk to me. Yep. Um, I got to work with these great companies. Yep. I met a ton of people yep. um, and and then I got to go home. And do, do you think working with those big companies, like I already know the answer, but how good was it for your resume? Yeah, that's it. I mean, didn't go to university at that point. At that point, it didn't matter anymore. Yep. Right? Totally. And, you know, so we got to jump back to to what I want to talk about. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, go. (laughs) So so I'm sitting in in Toronto on Thanksgiving. It might have actually been, I don't know if it was actually, it was Thanksgiving Monday or something. Yep. And, And you call me up, like, was it the day before? No, I think it was like the day I think of. It was the day of. Yeah. He's like, you know, Dan, land in Toronto, but you only had us, like, you were not even overnight. No, I don't, I don't know what I was, I can't remember what I was doing. 
you were coming to that record shop to get stuff. Like you were, I don't know where you were going though. Oh yeah. I can't remember if I was going to New York, to a trip in New York, but it was, it was like, it, I was getting on a bus and I was doing an overnighter to New York to go visit Cali. No way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, so that's, and that's Union Station was down the street is yeah. where you were, oh, okay, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I remember this vividly. I remember just like kind of getting up on a holiday, probably had some beers the night before mm-hmm. and, you know, phone rings and it's you. And, and, and I had already gone back home. Like I was, my yeah. Toronto experience was already done. That's right. That's right. And yep. yeah, you like got off a plane and you were like, hey, what's going on? Yep. And and we were doing a big feed. Yep. Yeah. You had a bunch of friends over. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you cooked the turkey or something. I else did. did. I did. Yeah. But yeah. I, that, I that, love cooking. And your, your, your condo overlooked. Um, Dundas. Yeah. Like Dundas Square. Yep. Yeah. Right it, by Eaton Center. So random. So random. And it was just like, it was so fun, but I still remember like, like, and you probably know this better than me, but it's like, your mom's like, you got like a, you got a dinner, like mm. a proper yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah, totally. right? You got to think about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. It was, so, it was um, yeah, so I, yeah, I flew in and I was going to go visit Cowie and I was spending the day or the night or something. I think I was just flying in for the day and mm. took the, the red eye bus down. You did, yeah. The, the record store was really close to your, your building. Mm. But, but I think that right there, that is what is about. Well, actually, rewind. I actually thought I was being invited on the show as an athlete. I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding. <laughs> no, no. The, the only athletic picture I have of you is like in grade seven with this like mop top hair down here and these like bright snowboarding clothes. I know. And that was your, your, that, you, you were an athlete back then. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, but, but I think that is, you know, one thing I do have is Calgary. And, and, you know, for you to show up into town was like, you know, it's probably not as exciting for other people, but yep. like that story I'll remember for the rest of my life. Yep. Like I just like, it was, it was a piece of home, totally. you know? And, yep. and just even, you know, just to talk about Calgary for a second, even when I would fly home for like, like mm-hmm. a weekend or whatever, mm-hmm. I would go drive 45 minutes to the mountains, look at them, turn around and go home. Like it, it was like, you guys, yep. like yep. there's something special about this place, Friday, you know, and I all agree. the people in it. Totally. I think, um, and the crazy thing about that story was, you and I, like, after high school, you know, we, we're just kind of around. We were just kind of around the same neighborhoods, around the same yeah. people. We weren't like, we didn't see each other all the time. No. Nah. And then and then work careers kind of take you in different paths. But literally, I know you're in Toronto. Yeah. And it's like that one, a quick phone call to a like, fellow Calgarian you grew up with. And totally. It's like, yeah, man. Yeah, let's do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So random. So yeah. after... After you get home from Blast, mm-hmm. did you did you go work? When do all these other little side projects start up? Yeah. So so I came home, worked for Blast for another year. And then, um, you know, and I was always, I always had like the side hustle, right? I'm going to build, you know, eSweeties, you know, eSweeties.com, you know, and, and that was going to be the new Lava Life. And, you know, it was like, I was always. But you always had these things. Yeah. And, and they, but they were always right there. They were just, they seriously. were just, whether it's like two years earlier, whatever it was, the technology wasn't there. I know. They were there. So like really still eSweeties, it, it was, it yeah. was an online dating online thing. Online dating. Yeah. And before it was, before there was online dating, before Lava Life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's like, it's like you're right there i know like <laughs> seriously and 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 you know another one and you know this is funny. i always joke but it's this is almost like like the social project or whatever it's 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 you know i made facebook before facebook what was it what was it called toadfire.com right you know and and like it, it was a blog right mm-hmm. and you know i remember like and this is why i was great being in toronto because you know i developed it with a buddy out of calgary and you know i someone called me up and they said, Hey, we got this picture phone. And you remember like iPhones were just coming out. Mm-hmm. And so they gave me one so I could walk around, take pictures, put them on my website, you know, Crazy. Mm. but it, okay. And that's it. <laughs> I let it go. <laughs> <laughs> but for whatever reason you're seeing like, you know, for a to think about an online dating site, when is this? I was just lonely, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> You're solving your own problems. Yeah, 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 exactly. But this is like early, 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 early days. Yeah. And then you're thinking, and you want to create this online community, pre-Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we're, and then we're, and then, so these, there's yeah. these things lurking in your brain. Oh, and then there was like a job site I wanted to build. Yeah. You know, like. Yep. But you're, but you're doing these things on the side. Yeah. You have a full-time job. Yep. And, and these, 
you know, every time I would talk to you, there's always something being built in the background, <laughs> even to this day. <laughs> even <there's>, right now, <laughs> there's something being built in yeah. the background. Yeah. So, so you got these things going on. You're back home, and then where's this? Where's the path going? Yeah, and at this point, I just figured. I have to exit blast radius because I'm, I'm too far out now. It's like a year or two years, even though my team is great. As soon as there's one downturn, who's going to get let go? Yep. It's the guy that's not in the office. Yep. Right. So, um, and I had, uh, had some relationships with a company called Zentra here in Calgary. Right. Um, and they asked me to come build their services team, yep. their technical services team. Yep. Uh, and so I did that. And, uh, that is where I found a little bit of a passion for like building a team. Like yep. honestly, w- my I, I truly believe we built the best team in the city. It was just like, we had so much fun. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm happy that, you know, today, and we'll fast forward later, but but I'm doing it again. Now I'm building like the best team. But and it's but it's, it's really your team. Now it's mine. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, so that's, so the, so, and this is where you and I, are, we're similar in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. You, you're essentially, you know, you got all this experience working for some of the biggest players, yeah. you know, from Sportcheck to Blast to, to Zentra? Yep. Like yep. big, big players in their spaces. Yeah. And you figured out everything you needed to. That's right. Yeah. It's like university version one, two, and three. And then what? And then I mean, like, it's like, honest, I got to stop you there, but like it, that's really kind of you to say, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not that clever. I think I was just, I was just fumbling but, but through now, it, right? But now, but looking back at it. Oh yeah. Now yeah. looking back, I was just lucky. Like on, I am also a very lucky person. Yep. Like, um, so what happened was, was with, with Zentra, it was a pure IT play, you know, big storage, yep. oil companies, big yep. days, AHS, like those kind of guys. And, um, we got acquired by the Herjavec group. Yep. So Shark Tank guy. Yep. Right. That guy. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, and, um, so how exciting though, right now it's like another thing mm-hmm. you get to learn. And, you know, I got to, I got to see some really cool stuff and mm-hmm. now like talking about building companies at scale. Yep. And, and, you know, when you go back to like, you know, talking about university and things like that, you know, I think they should start telling kids in school, like sales is a real job. Yep. Like that's a real job and it really pays mm-hmm. if you're good at it. Yep. Right. So totally. I think that's what I learned a lot at Zentra. And, and cool to learn on somebody else's dime too. Mm-hmm. And, and to, you know, for, for me, the reason I said that you and I have done something very similar when I got to work at OJ's, you got, I got to play at a big scale, that's right? right? You take, you take all these ideas you have, whether yeah. it's building a team or infrastructure or solutions mm-hmm. and you get to build it out. And then if you have the, that itch that you want to scratch to do your own thing, you have all this experience exactly. to draw on and, and you, you can't learn that at school. No, no, you can't. And, um, you know, Guy Kawasaki. Yep. So he wrote a book called the art of the start mm-hmm. right in there. It says like, you can be an entrepreneur inside the company. Like you can build a division inside yep. the company if yep. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. And just as you're saying, you gather all this information, maybe you build it for them. Maybe you take it somewhere else and build it yourself Yep. or, or for another company even. Totally. Right. So when you decide to leave, was Zentra a force out? Did you decide, or was that your, like, this is your moment. You've all these things have led mm-hmm. you to this point. Now it's time to do something. So we were acquired by the Herjavec group and I became a director of data center for Canada. And so how even better now I get to fly to Toronto you know, business class. Yep. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. now, you know, you're like, now you've peaked again. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is great. But you know, that, that's old. Like, you, you know, and then, but you know, culturally it wasn't a fit. It wasn't who I was. Yep. Um, but great to be able to go back to Toronto and visit some friends, mm-hmm. right. On someone else's dime and yep. had a great time doing it. But at that point, um, this is where I saw, Hey, hold on cloud, man, cloud, something's happening here. And this is like 10 years ago. It's early, super premature. You're early man. Again. Yeah. Totally like you're early again. I'm early again. Okay. And, uh, so I actually convinced, uh, the, the VP of sales to, to leave with me from, from her Yep. And, um, we started a company called shelter sex. And what we did is we moved workloads. Like we moved, uh, uh, on-premise stuff to AWS rooms full of boxes. Yeah servers, yep. hardware. Yep. And you took them and yeah, lift and shift. So put, put them up in the cloud. Yep. And totally this, failed. And, and this okay. <laughs> and the cloud back then was the cloud was still a very foreign subject to a lot of people. Very much. But so. The cloud back then was like a dark, dark science that nobody knew anything about. Ten years. Ten, I mean that was ten years ago. Um AWS was around. Yep. Azure was a baby. Yep. Google Cloud was Nothing. just starting. Yep. I shouldn't say just starting, but like, you know, it just wasn't getting the traction. Yep. Um so we did that and uh, 
we did that for a couple of years and we were really fortunate enough that, you know, some, some guys we worked with at Zentra that ran our Ottawa branch, um, they were starting a company or they had started a company called Decisive and they had their own private Canadian cloud called Bright Sky. Gotcha. They reached out, acquired us. Then we became working for Bright Sky Decisive, hmm. which, which it's important for me to tell that story because then we were kind of brought back into our original game of selling hardware. Yep. And that's when, um, when I left them, I named my company everything cloud as a way of saying, we don't sell hardware. Yep. And, um, that was my way of burning the boats. Like I'm on the Island now. I burn the boats, everything yep. cloud. Don't call me if you're looking for a router. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, and, and you know, if I jump even a little farther back to my parents in the hardware game, I think I was always afraid of that. Cause like, you saw yeah, I saw it. I saw it and I saw the margins erode yep. and I saw the money get hard. Yep. And, um, and the other thing is, is when you sell hardware, people stiff you, yep. right? They, they buy it, you give it to them, then they disappear. Yep. Right. But at least you're, if you're offering services, mm -hmm. you know, you're only out your time, yep. which still hurts, but not like when you have to pay a supplier. Yep. So interesting. So <clears throat> everything cloud spins up. How long is it? been now it'll be six years of september crazy i would yeah i wouldn't have guessed it was that long me either <laughs> um and now that you're back um doing your own thing mm -hmm. it it feels like this is exactly where you're supposed to be Abs yeah exactly like it's just everything everything you've done all the moves you've made mm -hmm. this is it this, uh, this, no. this, this, you don't have it there's no it, there's <laughs> yeah, no yeah. it for exactly. you yeah yeah but this this is definitely uh it feels very natural yeah it's kind of everything that from the minute you walked into that computer store for of your parents, like it's just, it all, it all maps to this. Yeah. And the cool thing now is for the cloud stuff. And again, I don't know shit about it, but it's yeah. so topical right now. Like it's just, it, it's, it's where this world is going right now. And Honestly, again, you're right here. You're like at the cutting edge of it. Like, you know, I, you hate to say it, but it's like from a COVID perspective when now everyone's like working from home, we don't want to have servers in the office. Let's yep. get this stuff out to the cloud. I mean, yep. there's, there, there is so much of that. So, so very fortunate. Like, yep. so for, you know, I feel like in this interview, I, I feel like I'm talking about myself all the time. Dude, and that, I, I that, hope it's not, I'm no, not so, here's, here. here's, I'm gonna let you in a little secret. Yeah. The whole reason I do this because I don't like talking. So <laughs> I just put people in front of me, ask yeah. them three questions, and then I have a bunch of content. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're doing perfect. So keep going. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. But, um, yeah. So, so, you know, we have, we have the cloud and, and it, it's, it's truly the perfect time for it. Now, you know, the, the workloads and I'm not going to geek out on you, but it's changed. Lift and shift doesn't work. Yep. And then it was like, well, what applications should go there? So, you know, what they call, you know, workloads, what workloads should we put in the cloud? Yep. So that, that sort of worked, but now it's all about containerization and, and, and how do we like, how do we build our applications to work in the cloud? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, you know, not where we are. That's where we recently have been. Yep. Um, yeah. And so, so this is where with everything cloud, sure, we do those things and we have, you know, we have departments that do the services and do implementations and stuff. Yep. But I, I think what jazzes me the most is cloud optimization and cloud cost optimization. Because the truth is people are just throwing stuff up there and pretty soon it gets pretty expensive, yep. right? And so for the first time, I feel that the offering that we're bringing, and I know this sounds so salesy, but it's not. Um, I'm not selling anything. I just want to help you save some money yep. and, and that's it. Yep. Like, and so if I can't save you more than what you're paying me, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it doesn't it's easy. It doesn't work. Yep. You know? It's so cool, man. So um, <clears throat> what, what do you think? What is the, so this, you know, this is interesting. Obviously me starting my own thing 17 months ago, 18 months ago, whenever mm -hmm. this thing airs, you know, you're, you're, you're at a, you're at a point right now. What, what is the, what's the most, what's the most exciting thing about owning your own business right now? And, and yeah, what's the exciting, well, yeah. What is the most exciting thing that you, you know, I, I think there's, 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 there's many, um, but, um, people is probably number one. Like you enjoy, like you've already said it, but you like the team piece. Yeah. Team. Like that's, that's it. I mean, honestly, you know, I'll, I'll probably get to the point where I'll probably, you know, build it to a team and then like, that'll be my social life. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, like go to work and that's like, that's yeah. like your social life. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I would say there's that, but, um, I'm a total dreamer. So 
Yeah, I picked up on that one. Yeah, so so I think that's that's probably the best thing about working for yourself. Yep. Is you work for someone else, you can dream. But yep. when you work for yourself and dream, you can go in tomorrow and do that. Yeah. As long as you're being like fiscal responsible to your team and yep. you know <laughs> making sure they're paid. Do you <laughs> minor de- minor details? Minor details. <laughs> do you um do you have the 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 next dream? If it's if it's not like you know if you're not thinking about making. You know, the dating thing's probably done. Facebook, yeah, yeah. Facebook you're not going to do. It is for me anyway. Hosting, <laughs> hosting's probably done. So like, yeah, do you, you, you're seeing these things. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it, a, is it, a, is it just because you're watching things happen and you come up with ideas or do you see an idea that you can do better? Or like, where's it coming? Like I, you say you're a dreamer, so I know you're going to come up with something crazy in the next 10 years. Like, yeah. <laughs> what's good? What's it? Yeah. How does yeah. it happen? You're starting a podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. No, Dude, I'm just, you're supposed to start one four years ago and you, yeah, and you almost did. <laughs> no, that's true. no, I'm just kidding. But, um, but I think I already are, I already am on the next thing, right? Cause yeah. you know, we started as a cloud company and we were just doing services, putting people there, right. managing them, right. securing them. Yep. And now it's like, no, we have to help them save the money. And yep. you know, the, you know, I know I've used this analogy. I don't know if I used it with you, but, um, you know, when you go into a, a high rise building downtown and you walk down a hallway on a Saturday, it's dark. Yeah. But as you walk down the hallway, it's like all the lights start turning on as you walk down. Yep. That's what the cloud has to do for you. Gotcha. Right. You shouldn't be paying for it until you need it. And as soon as you need it, it turns on, you use the light. Yep. And when you don't need it anymore, it turns off. Right. So that, that is already the next thing. Um, cause no, cause, cause most companies that offer this service are just literally you're paying for it all the time. You're using a bunch of storage and it's just charging you a, f- a flat yeah. right based on storage, mm-hmm. whether you access it or not, it's just being charged. Exactly. What, what, your, the evolution of this is essentially smart optimized. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like a lot of the big players have this yep. ability too. But or still, if you want, you could script it yourself. And But it's the next, it's the next thing. Yeah. It's, and that, and then eventually it's going to trickle down to guys like me that use it for a small business. Exactly. Right. So you you just, spin it up, spin it down. And yeah. more importantly, it's, it's giving you intelligence of saying, hey, Jeff, you know what? I noticed the server might be a dev server yeah. um, just based on what we're seeing from like machine learning, yep. right? And, uh, you know, send you an email and say, hey, maybe you should turn this off. Because if you do the math, if this is truly just a development server and it can be turned off at six o'clock at night and mm-hmm. spun back up at seven mm-hmm. in the morning and turned off on Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. it's like 70 something percent yep. savings. Yep. Like, come on, right? So, so I don't know what the next thing is after that though. But do you ever think like that? Do you ever think what's next? Or you just all of a sudden have a moment. You're like, oh, this is what's next. The problem is I'm sitting here right now and I listen to you and I'm going, what is next? <laughs> I got to get busy. I got to get busy. And you know what? But maybe I need to be more careful because that's probably why all these things never hit. It, because just, I'm jumping just, too fast. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, there's obviously a pattern. <laughs> and the pattern's like you, you know exactly where to go. And then for whatever reason, you get sidetracked or whatever, like something mm-hmm. happens and this, and there's just, but they're just right there all the time. Mm-hmm. Everything cloud seems like it's well on its way to being like, it'll, it'll complete, it'll be completed. Yeah. It might like, well, it better there's from the outside looking in, yeah. everything cloud looks like it's going to be the one that is completed and becomes the thing. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like, I have customers that joke about like, you don't even have a website. I'm like, yeah, I've had like, I've had like 15 of them, but, <laughs> but, uh, crazy. Um, let's put a bow on the sucker. You and I could talk where well, we could tell stories about nothing for a long time, but, mm-hmm. um, this was really fun. The way I like to end the show is obviously it's called the Calgary sessions. Mm-hmm. The only canned question that I, that I give a guest before they sit down is, is this. And you know, the question is when I say Calgary, where does your head go? So, Where's your head go? Well, we talked about it a lot, yeah. uh, you know, like almost from a Toronto perspective. You know, oh man, you know, I I, I would say home, but I, I don't want to use that one because I think everyone says that that lives here, right? Yep. This is home, yep. you know. Proud is probably more. I think I'm proud. I'm like super proud to be Calgarian. Yep. Um, I'm proud of the stuff we do here. Um. I don't know if you were like this, but even in Toronto, I took every opportunity to tell people where I'm from every time I was like, I'm from Calgary. I'm Mm -hmm. from Calgary. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think I'm proud because I think that in Calgary, you can, you can have oil executives that are wearing jeans on a Tuesday Mm -hmm. in the office downtown, driving a pickup truck, making millions. Yep. Right. Yep. Rig guys 
making good money, sitting down with tech guys that they went to school with or yeah. whatever, just no pretension, yep. right? Like, it, there's no class system, yep. right? Like, it just all comes together. Yeah. And so I think proud. That's probably the thing I would do. That's cool, man. You, you're right, though. We kind of talked about Calgary a lot during this this episode because <laughs> we're both we're both super passionate about this place. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, I've said it a couple of times, but it's everything to me, right? It's, it's allowed me to do everything I've wanted to do and it yeah. just, and it's going to allow me to keep doing the things I want to do. So absolutely. We're lucky, you know, and we're lucky, you know, you can leave and go do things, yep. but I'll always come home. Totally. I don't think, I don't know if I'll live anywhere, any, you know, but yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, thanks for making the time. I appreciate it. I'll, uh, I'll link up your, the, cause your, 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 your company's so interesting and there's definitely people that know nothing about cloud, but they could leverage it completely. So anyways, I'll link you up in Great. the uh, bio and stuff. Um, but thanks again. It was super fun. I you know, appreciate it. Thanks, guys.